0: Welcome to the UTG at Work podcast. I'm Deacon Mike Houghton. I'm the executive director of an apostolate called UTG at Work. Our mission is to help women and men joyfully live their faith and witness to Christ and the gospel in the workplace. I'm happy to be with you as we explore the Sunday gospel in ways that help people who work. This weekend, we celebrate the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and our gospel is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And anyone who gives only a cup of water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple, and then I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The gospel of the Lord, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is the first UTG at Work Podcast. So before jumping into a discussion of the gospel, I'd like to take a minute to explain who we are and what we're about. In 2016, the Catholic Archdiocese of Detroit held a synod where we called on the Holy Spirit to guide us in whatever it is that the Lord asks of us as we try to carry out the Great Commission to go and make disciples of all nations. What we heard is that we're called to be an archdiocese on mission. We're called to boldly proclaim the good news to all of southeast Michigan. Following the synod, our great Archbishop Alan Vigneron summarized what he heard in a pastoral letter called Unleash the Gospel, or UTG for short. UTG called for a series of action steps to be carried out so that we could put the mission at the forefront of everything we do. From one of those action steps, UTG at Work was born. UTG at Work is an apostolate that helps women and men understand their identity as missionary disciples equips them to discover their unique mission from God, and supports them as they joyfully live out their faith and witness to Christ and the gospel in the workplace. One of the things that UTG at Work offers is this weekly podcast, where I'll take the gospel from the upcoming Sunday and talk about what it means to people who spend a lot of their time at work and would like to find better ways to live their faith and even evangelize others in the workplace. This topic is one that's been on my heart for many years. I spent 35 years working in the automotive industry, and even after I was ordained a deacon toward the end of my career, I still struggled to find good ways to live out my faith in the workplace. I found a few things that worked for me, and I saw others who had found some degree of success as well. But the reality is that the corporate world today is rapidly moving toward forbidding any mention of the faith in the workplace, and the ability of people to live their faith at work is being seriously compromised. So many good Christian men and women today are forced to check their faith at the door when they come to work because they think they have to. But this is not what Christ asked of us. We at UTG at Work are all about helping these good men and women to be able to not check their faith at the workplace door, but to carry it in and to spread the good news. One of our guiding principles is that we don't see value in addressing faith in the workplace with anger or bitterness or fighting. We believe that the love of Christ is enough. We believe that it's far better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. So, let's light some candles, shall we? Today's gospel is the end of the 10th chapter of Matthew. And here, Jesus speaks about both the conditions of discipleship and the rewards of discipleship. The conditions that he puts forward aren't easy. He talks about the need for us to love him more than father or mother or son or daughter. He tells us to take up our cross and carry it. And he tells us that we must lose our life for his sake so that we can find it. He then goes on to say that anyone who receives him receives his father. And he talks about the rewards that are ours if we support those who are his disciples. So, I bet that some of you are thinking, how is he going to tie that back to the workplace? Well, this is my first UTG at Work podcast, so please give me a chance. Whenever we read a passage of scripture, it's helpful to read it in context. What was going on before this passage? What comes after it? Where did it happen? And to whom was Jesus speaking? So let's go back and look at the flow of the entire 10th chapter of Matthew. It starts with Jesus calling the 12 apostles and sending them forth. And when he does, he gives them fair warning that they'll need to be strong in facing the persecutions that will come their way. And he says that he himself will cause division. After that, we move to today's gospel, where he talks about the conditions and the rewards that are part of doing what he has asked of them. And the conditions aren't easy. Jesus must truly be first in their thoughts and in their hearts, and they'll need to be willing to make great sacrifices for him. But the rewards, the rewards are infinite. They'll come to know God the Father, and they will be rewarded by him for what they do. This is a tremendous way for us to start our UTG at Work podcast, because the same is true for you if you accept the challenge to live your faith in the workplace. The conditions aren't easy. You will be opposed by some people. And even though many people will admire you for what you say and do, more often than not, they will remain silent. But the rewards are also infinite, and not just for you. As our world grows more secular, there are fewer and fewer people of faith who remain. You may very well be the only Christian person that someone in your workplace has ever come to know well, and you have the ability to bring salvation to them. If you think I'm exaggerating this point... Consider this. My wife and I have been a part of the RCIA process for about 30 years now. 30 years ago, most everyone who came to RCIA to receive the Sacraments of Initiation had a reasonably solid understanding of what the church taught, and they were at least somewhat comfortable with prayer. And they were interested in RCIA so that they could come to a fuller appreciation of what they already understood at some basic level. Today, this is not the case. We have many young adults coming to RCIA who have never prayed or been a part of any sort of prayer, including grace, before meals. They don't know how to make the sign of the cross or what it means. They don't know a single practicing Catholic who they can ask to be their sponsor. God bless them for coming forward to RCIA. Once they come to know the Lord, they make some of the best disciples you'll ever meet. But their knowledge of Jesus Christ and of a life of faith when they first come to us is remarkably limited and sometimes even non-existent. In fact, just recently on Jeopardy!, This question was asked. Matthew 6, 9 says, Our Father which art in heaven, this be thy name. None of the three contestants could answer with the word hallowed. They were so stumped that they didn't even buzz in to guess. This is the reality of our world today. When you take that reality and put it into a workplace where displays and discussions of the faith are sometimes not even appreciated, you can imagine how few people care about Jesus Christ or even know who he is. Fifty years ago, Judean-Christian values were a part of the fabric of our society. Today, that fabric is being picked apart thread by thread. But you can turn that around. You can be that light in the darkness that our world so badly needs. Like the Twelve Apostles, you are called by Jesus Christ to be on mission, and that call doesn't have any clauses or exemptions for the time you spend at work. If we were to start this journey with some Pollyanna claims that it will be easy and everyone will appreciate what you're doing, that would be a lie. So let's kick this apostolate and this podcast off with an appreciation for the fact that your calling from the Lord comes with conditions that won't always be easy, but it also comes with rewards, not just for you, but also for the co-workers who you introduce to the Lord and to a life of faith. Thanks for joining me for this week's UTG at Work podcast. I look forward to meeting again next week. In the meantime, I encourage you to boldly live your faith in the workplace in the week ahead. I'll pray for your success. And I ask that you pray for the success of this UTG at Work apostolate. If you want to learn more about us, please visit utgatwork.org. Now go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life.